Hey there, horror movie tea sippers. The following podcast episode will contain spoilers for the movie we are about to review. If you have not seen the movie and do not wish to have anything ruined prematurely, please do not continue to watch or listen until you have seen the movie. And welcome to the Horror Movie Tea Podcast. Today, we are <laughs> covering Werewolves Within, which came out in 2021. But before we go into the review, let's grab our cups and talk about tea. So today, everyone will have to get used to my sick voice because you will be hearing it for the next month. <laughs> but I am drinking the Republic of Tea's The Crown. The Queen's Afternoon Tea. It has premium black tea, sweet blackberry leaves, and natural honey and vanilla flavors. And I did want to just make mention that uh, after uploading our previous recordings, apparently the crown tea has been discontinued. So I will see if I can find a pretty close alternative. That's Republic of Tea. But That's a it, bummer. That was a good line too. I know. Like the I know the the princesses like Peach Bellini one, they have one that's like the exact same ingredients. Oh good. Just okay. Doesn't have the crown. But on this that's one that's one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. But on this one, I don't know. But uh but I did, since I'm sick, I also put the creamed um cinnamon honey in it and I put some lemon. Nice. I am drinking Bigelow's perfectly mint tea. And it's got black tea and spearmint. And I put a, just a little bit of sugar. <laughs> per usual. I, I needed a little bit of pick-me-up. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I needed caffeine, but I'm like... And yeah, like, I was looking at all of the teas I have. I'm like, this one, since it's got the black tea and the honey, I'm like, oh, I bet with, like, the honey and lemon, it will taste pretty good. Yes. So. <laughs> well, I mean, with a... As of recording date... My niece was born yesterday, and I'm nine months pregnant, like, due in two weeks, so... It's time. <laughs> I needed just a little bit, with all the excitement, I needed just a little bit of caffeine and a little bit of sugar. I do have to shout out that this is <laughs> our last recording session before Jess goes on her yes. maternity leave. We've recorded some of these a little out of order, and that's fine. We've recorded so <laughs> we've recorded three or four months worth of episodes in the span that you've been pregnant. Well, yes. actually, like no, no, like it's it's been we've like recorded through November. August. Yeah, I'm due in February at the end of February. So just to let you guys know. How crazy busy we've been recording episodes for you guys, so there's no break in in episodes for you. Yeah, like which is crazy because most podcasts are like, oh, we'll just have a another, we'll just have a guest for like several months, but we're like, yeah, no, no. <laughs> nah. Jess is going to be like you. You won't know that Jess is on maternity leave aside from if you watch her live streams, but even then, I'm sure she might like 
pop at least pop in the I chat might. and be like, I'm gonna bother you. <laughs> it would be a peanut gallery. <laughs> yeah. Which is where, where you should be because you chat. shouldn't be trying to push yourself to do the live stream. You need to be resting and bonding with your baby. <laughs> I will. I will. <laughs> but hey, I might be asleep during the live stream. So I, just and I wouldn't blame you. <laughs> I'm sure you will be very, very tired. <laughs> uh, for multiple reasons, but Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm anyways. Sure. So well be a little bit low slash high energy throughout the episodes because this is yep. our last recording session for for a little bit of time yeah but, yeah <laughs> let's get to the summary though yes so <laughs> but thank you so much to the republic of tea for allowing us to continue to do what we love and for our lovely tea sippers out there bring yourself a cup of tea sit back relax and we hope you enjoy the review all right so for the summary of werewolves within so I haven't heard of this game before, but apparently this game. is an adaptation of a video game. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, like IMDB was not helpful with the summary. Their summary was feature adaptation of the video game where werewolves attack a small town. And I'm like, that is not... That describes about 50 other video games. So. Yeah, it's like, that is not... Well, and then it doesn't describe that what happens in the movie. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, werewolves attack the town. But anyways, so this, this park ranger moves to... I can't remember if he's temporarily stationing there or if he's like... I'm pretty sure it was a temporary station. But he moves to this town and there's like an environmentalist there as well. And it's like kind of a little bit a little bit of drama in the town because there's a, a, a pipeline that's... Drama? Like, drama. <laughs> I did that on purpose. <laughs> but um, I promise I don't talk like that on for realsies. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so there there's a lot of argument on like whether or not the pipeline should go in, blah 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 blah. And during all this, a a werewolf starts attacking. Well, I guess it's, it starts attacking a, a dog, and then starts attacking people. And then the the twist of the story is it was a male woman the whole time, the friendliest character that's in the town, aside from the main character. Ooh, what a twist. And the most normal seeming one. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Relatively speaking. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but yeah. So I actually could not think of a rating for this movie. I think I would probably give it like comparing it. So just to walk you through my mindset, like, you know, the voices and like movies on that par that are kind of like a similar like comedy type of horror like this that the voices was a 7.5 but I feel like the voices is a lot stronger of a movie than this one so I think I would probably rate this either a 7 or a 7.25 probably closer to a 7.25 because it's like the first half of this movie I legitimately enjoyed I really liked the main character I, I just love how sweet he was but also like naive and he's just like being thrust in this town and you can tell that like he's trying to do his best but he's also like he's just got a lot of like growing to do but it's like I really like 
he he just to me he just throws out like innocent naive vibes like especially whenever they uh just dis- he discovers his girlfriend i feel like he's throwing out doormat vibes honestly <laughs> Yeah, that too. <laughs> but it's like, I really enjoyed the main character and I really liked the chemistry initially between the, the male woman and the main character. But where I started to have problems with the movie was initially whenever they had the male woman like jump on him like so quickly. Like it was like the day that they met and they were at, at a bar and she, I mean, she was tipsy. But, like, she attempted to kiss him, and he just, like, didn't reciprocate it back, and so she got upset. But just the the chemistry between the characters is kind of weird, because it's, like, initially you started off, like, really well, but then they, like, were pushing things as, like, well, that I didn't really see that coming. I didn't see why that had to happen. Like, obviously, she's very much a people person, And so it didn't necessarily mean that just because she's really friendly to him meant that she had feelings for him or had a crush on him or whatever. So that that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. But it's like the first half of the movie I liked, like up to like the dog death and and then the lady (laughs) going into the the hotel or whatever (laughs) with the little stub left of the leash uh like up to that point i really enjoyed the movie and i was really excited to see where they took it but for some reason the second half just it's hard for me to describe why i didn't enjoy it as much it just it it felt weaker and it didn't grab my attention as easily it was more like the the characters bickering and the the st- since they were leaning so hard into certain t- stereotypes, it just instead of seeing like the character as who they are, you set, saw more the the stereotype, and mm-hmm. so it kind of was harder to connect to those characters and enjoy the movie, at least from my perspective. Um, and then I will say that the the twist at the end with the the werewolf being the male woman, like as soon as she popped on screen. Initially, I'm like, oh, wouldn't that be funny if she was a werewolf? And oh, what a twit. Like, so it is a little bit predictable, too. And it's like, I've never heard of the video game before, so I don't know how it compares. I know a lot of adaptations from video games, they kind of tend to try and make the story their own. So maybe it is one of those situations where the video game has like a very like simple objective and then the movie, they just tried to take it somewhere else. But yeah, it's like overall, I did enjoy what the movie was initially offering, but then it kind of lost me a little bit. And so it's it's one that I'll probably pick up again once in a great while, but it's not going to be like a go-to comedy horror. Like there are so many other like comedy horrors that are much stronger and uh, I enjoy a lot more. Yeah, that's fair. Personally, I give it a 6.75. It's it's a good movie. It's funny. Um, but it after like the first watch, it turns into kind of a background movie while you're doing other things. Um, the they leaned a little too hard into a lot of the stereotypes and all. Like if it was a a post of Am I the A-hole, it would be like everybody sucks here. <laughs> 
yeah. for the most part, apart from like the main character. I did love his tirade at the end of it's okay to be nice. Yeah. The poor guy, but at least at that point, he had found a bit of a spine. <laughs> he was such a doormat for most of the movie. And you can see that a lot of it is just like supreme optimism, <laughs> which I don't have, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. So, like, it was, it's difficult for me to relate to a lot of those characters because I'm sitting here almost the entire time, like, oh, you sweet summer child. <laughs> That's not how the world works. But, you know, more power to him. He tried to keep positive, like, almost the entire movie. He was so sweet, so nice, and he was just trying to help everyone as best he could. Yeah. He's not a sheriff. He's not a police officer. He's a park ranger. Yeah, they're tr like, trying to treat him like it's not his job. Yeah. It is not his job to be an authority figure in that capacity. Like his job is to deal with the forest and its inhabitants and keeping the people safe in that regard. But Otherwise, he's not there to uphold the law. He's not there to investigate certain deaths unless they're animal related, in which case he would partner with police. So I'm not sure why they shoved him into that role. That felt a little bit forced, and we'll get to some of that in the realism. But there are other aspects, too, that we're just a little off again. They they leaned a little too hard into like the cliches and stereotypes. The um the super flamboyant gay couple mm -hmm. that was a little extra. Um the uh the peacemaker innkeeper lady whose husband left her. Um the <laughs> the super conservative people that are obsessed with their vehicles and guns. Yeah. The uh, the couple where the lady is all about her crafting and her tiny dog with the smarmy husband. The, uh, the pipeline guy that just is oogie and way too pushy. The shut-in environmentalist. Like, all of them are super hardcore in their stereotypes and it's just... And the hermit, the guy that just wants to live off grid, live on his own terms on his land, and wants everybody to just F off. <laughs> Though, honestly, he was one of my favorite characters. <laughs> relatable. Yeah. Not gonna lie. Hashtag relatable. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> I love that he had all of these signs up everywhere, like, keep out trespassers will be shot not kidding <laughs> like leave <laughs> so and everybody just ignores them and it's fine <laughs> uh, I did love the Mr. Rogers quote at the beginning of the movie as well yeah <laughs> and it seems a little out of place when you first watch it you're like why why is this here but it actually does relate to the movie <laughs> and makes sense um, there's some good humor in it 
but it it does again turn kind of into a background movie after a watch or two it would be one that would be great to watch with friends if nothing else to make fun of yeah well i think it's important to clarify because there's different types of horror comedy it's not like it's not like stupid comedy i guess it's like it's more like situational yes comedy absolutely so um i honestly kind of liked the chaos that it devolved into toward the end because at that point i had had enough of most of the characters and i had reached the point of everybody sucks here i'm not rooting for any one of them to live except the main character maybe (laughs) so when they all started killing each other i was like I'm okay with this. Let's see where this goes. <laughs> <laughs> and it made it a bit more interesting for me. Um, personally. <laughs> but I have a dark little soul and it just made that happy. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is definitely weaker in the second half story-wise than it is in the first half. So I definitely get where you're coming from with that. Um, it's a... I've seen this a few times now and it's a, again, it's a background movie for me. It's a watch every once in a while while I'm doing something else. And I still get a few laughs out of it (laughs) while I'm doing those other tasks. So take that as you will. (laughs) But, um, that's, that's what I've got for entertainment. (laughs) Oh, realism. (laughs) How it eludes me. (laughs) So, Like, I guess for me, it's like because it's so it leans so hard into the stereotypes, it kind of takes away the realism. And then what you had mentioned about like them, like essentially making him the authority figure, which, by the way, where the fuck are the authorities? Like, where are they? (laughs) Um, Now, they are a tiny, tiny town. Like, I would barely consider it a town. Barely. Maybe not even then. It's a few houses out in the middle of nowhere. Like, they don't have a restaurant or anything. I don't remember seeing a gas station. I don't think so, no. I feel like it's a stop on the way to a town. Yeah. It's like a... So, places like that don't tend to have one, like, in the place. They tend to have someone commute to it. And since the roads are down... It would kind of make sense that there's no one there, but... Well, and you since, like, Park Ranger or not, since he's kind of the newbie in the town, I would think that they would probably default to someone that has a lot of weapons yeah. and someone that has been in the town a while and knows it really well. Someone with influence. Yeah, exactly. Like, that would make more sense to me than defaulting to the main character just because he's the Park Ranger. Yeah. I don't know if it was the uniform, but I mean, they weren't exactly a close knit community to begin with. Yeah. Hell, I'd listen to the hermit more. (laughs) But I don't know. Like, I'm thinking like a two, two ish. I don't know. Because it's not like 100% everything's out the window. Yeah. But at the same Um, time, it's not like, yeah. I agree with that. A two is a solid solid rating for this um it at first glance it feels like it would be a higher rating Mm -hmm. but once you start pulling at little threads the entire thing unravels yeah 
Yeah. So, so like the biggest, like, well, not biggest, but what, like one of the, the first tip off that's like, oh, that's not like it starts off realistic, like especially with like the, the pipeline guy kind of having the discussion with like the the innkeeper or whatever about it, uh, about the pipeline and kind of like those discussions, like those discussions are very like real and oh yeah, um, happen a lot. But like the first thing that started to like whenever the male woman like had him figure out that his girlfriend was scamming him essentially um like i'm like oh that's totally realistic because unfortunately there's people that uh fall victim to that sort of thing yep but then they turn around and be like oh the male woman like uh has a crush on him and just like immediately made a move and yeah. so I don't know if it's because they, she was in isolation. Like I can, yeah, I I feel like her options were limited. Yeah, she's like, I'll <laughs> make my move now before someone else tries to take. Yeah, it. <laughs> but so it's like, on the one hand, that didn't seem super realistic to me. But on the other hand, I can see if you are in isolation, you don't have a lot of options. You know, you you come across someone that seems to uh, relate to you and is really friendly and nice that uh, that you might be compelled enough to, like, make a move. Um, And And if nothing else, it could have just been a one night stand type thing. She might have just. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Girls have needs, too. But besides that is more like the the what am i trying to say the the situational stuff that happened after that yeah no oh, but i'm sure you i just watched it and was like oh i'll write notes and then i forgot to write notes so uh i'll leave it to you <laughs> to do all the details I... but that's a, this is the only movie that i skimped out on the notes on the other ones i did better <laughs> I will admit I didn't write too many notes for this one. Uh-oh. We're <laughs> um, professionals, guys. <laughs> I had an excuse. Um, I have an entity in my body that likes to flick a switch, and I'm a suddenly asleep out of nowhere. So I, I couldn't... Um, I had to watch it like three times the, just to get the full way through to refresh my memory entirely of what happened i'm just exhausted i'm nine months pregnant guys like there's (laughs) she sucks my energy out through a straw i swear (laughs) um so i don't have many like notes written but off the top of my head there's the park ranger being the the voice of authority when he just got there there's no one in the area that seems influential. I feel like everybody eats at the inn. Yeah. So wouldn't she be like the matronly voice of reason? That's very true. Typically, logically speaking. Yeah. Um, but I guess everybody sucks here. So, you know, whatever. I feel like the pipeline guy was fairly accurate. I feel like the environmentalist... Because her whole reason of being there was to try to stop the pipeline from happening would have been more prevalent in the community as well. They had already been there for a little while. The pipeline guy had already made a deal with at least one of the the couples. 
pretty sure it was two. The conservative couple and the crafting couple. So wouldn't the environmentalist also be busting her ass trying to counteract his stuff? Mm -hmm. And talking to people constantly instead of being shut in her room the entire time? Yeah. Well, it's like, I feel like the typical environmentalist stereotypes tends to be like they're protesting and being more like loud about wanting to fight against um, pipelines and stuff like that. Exactly. She was, we barely heard anything from her. She would have been more vocal. I did find it ironic where I can't remember if it was a pipeline guy or who said it, but someone like was like insulting her and being like, oh, I bet she doesn't know. It's like, I bet I know more than this environmentalist. And she comes down and she's like, I'm a doctor. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, ah, the irony. (laughs) The fact that she has DNA sequencers in her in room. Why? (laughs) When you're just trying to stop. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the ways that they can argue that the forest area needs to be preserved is by proving that there are endangered species in that area that are currently habitating that area or inhabiting that area. So I feel like DNA sequencers aren't necessarily needed. It's mostly just a camera. Well, plus like (laughs) maybe a couple of, you know... I would think that DNA sequencers are better just kept in a lab because there's so much, so many ways that the DNA can be contaminated. Exactly. Exactly. So it seemed out of place that she even had it to begin with. And the fact that it worked that fast. Yeah. The DNA is extremely complicated. Yes. Especially for something as off the wall as a werewolf, I would think. So, no. Um, I can see her collecting samples and things, trying to figure out what something is, but again, she's not going to be able to tell what type the hair is. She can say, yeah, this looks like the same kind of sample that we collected earlier, but I doubt she's going to be able to tell, oh, this is canine. Because, you know, the woods are full of shit. So there's a lot of animals out there. So it just seems a little weird. Um, I did like that they tried at some point to make it seem like it wasn't necessarily an actual animal. Mm -hmm. That it was people that were trying to sabotage each other and undercut each other Mm -hmm. and start stuff. (laughs) But um, I feel like they could have done a little better with it. I don't know. It's just the werewolf chick clawed all of the generators to mess them up. She knew just where to claw them to take them out of commission. None of them exploded. Mm, That's true. There was diesel fuel everywhere. There's also no gas station that we saw, so I don't know where they commuted to get the diesel fuel. That's very true. Keep it on hand for the generators. (laughs) But okay. Um... And she she carried around the knife to steep in the diesel fuel, I guess, and wrapped it in the cloth and hit it in a couple of different places at different points to start pointing fingers. I don't know. There's just so much that, and a lot of it's nitpicky, but it just, it's not plausible enough 
to be believable. It mm-hmm. is entertaining to watch. But again, if you start pulling at little threads here and there, the entire thing just unravels. Yeah. Like the innkeeper's husband was killed because he was the original, um, pretty sure he was the original postman. I think, I think. so. And she needed a cover story. So um, I, I kind of get that. But nobody found the body. I know it's winter, so his body was a bit more preserved. And a lot of animals go to ground at winter. But there are several others that don't. And bodies still decompose, albeit at a slower rate, in the extreme cold. But animals are going to smell it. And they're going to make use of it. Because a free meal is a free meal. Yeah. And you would think, with it being right under the porch, basically, that they would hear or smell stuff going on. Or even see the animals that keep coming back to the area. So, doesn't make a whole lot of sense there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They're just And they, they sent the park ranger out there to oversee the pipeline stuff being put in Mm -hmm. but they hadn't even verified that it was going to happen yeah that was weird because the guy was still making deals and trying to get it to happen and the environmentalist was trying to stop it so i don't know just the whole scenario doesn't quite make sense yeah so yeah also the werewolf chick was like i knew this storm was coming I'm killing these people so that I have food for the winter. But that road isn't going to be blocked the entire time. Like the entire winter. And people are still going to come and go, I would imagine. And it's unlikely that all of them work from home, basically, in that town. So if people just stop showing up and be out of contact for too long, then people are going to get suspicious. Yeah. And you can't tell me also that at least one of those people did not have a radio, like a CB radio. Yeah. Because while communications phone-wise were out, (laughs) I feel like a radio would still work. Yeah. And most of the time, uh, radios like that tend to have other alternative ways of being run instead of electricity. Like, they could use a battery or something, so... They can still potentially call for help and let people know, hey, the road's blocked. We need someone to start clearing it. Well, I know there are, like, the hotel that The Shining is based off of. Like, there uh-huh. are parts of the of the world where it's, like, it is so... Or I'm, I know Alaska's probably a good example, where it's, yeah. like, they're so... The, the winters are so bad mm-hmm. that they can't clear it because it's like as soon as they clear it, like more snow will come on or th- that risks like avalanches and stuff like that. So it's like I can see depending on like how bad the winters are there, I can picture it being a possibility that the roads are closed from like one one month to, you know, several months to the end of the. Yeah. But they didn't make mention of anything like that. They didn't seem like it was a common occurrence. No one was stockpiling supplies or anything. That's true. And I feel like they would have mentioned it, if nothing else, to the ranger when he first got there. Or, you know, before he got there saying, hey, just a heads up, we're sending you to this place. 
you're going to be isolated for a few months for the winter. That's very true. You might want to make you. sure. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a bit of an important bullet note in the uh, job description there. Yeah. So, it's an uncommon occurrence from context clues. <laughs> so, they should have a way to, to contact actual authorities and let them know, hey, we've got a situation here. We need some help. So, yeah. It just, there's a lot that's... It's not a realistic movie. It's a fun movie. And it's a funny movie. But not realistic in the slightest. Yeah. Yeah. And it, like, I, I feel like it is worth... Like, if you do tend to like comedy hordes, I yeah. feel like it is worth a watch. But there are like stronger, more... Ones that, that stand the test of time a little bit better. Yes. There are better ones. Yeah. So, that's what I got for that. Well, thank you, everyone, who joined us today. And please let us know on what you thought of the movie. If you'd like to recommend a movie, game, or tea, you can leave us a comment or join our Discord. And if you'd like to keep up to date with our content, you can find our link tree listed below. And if you'd like to support the podcast, please subscribe, like, and share our content. We also have a Teespring and a PayPal donate button if you'd like to support us monetarily. And our Republic of Tea affiliate link will be down below as well. It does not affect the price of the tea. It just helps us to continue to do what we love. And you can find all of the sites mentioned linked below. But until the next time, guys, stay safe and stay spoopy. Bye! Bye.